Well, Kent Adams here, and welcome to The Car Guy. No, I'm not the car guy. This guy is the car guy. Hello, Kent. How are you? I'm doing fine. Where have you been? Working. Working. You know, what you know, those kind of successful people do. We actually get up out of bed and go work. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. I mean, like kind of what you guys do every day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we've missed you. Well, we've, thank you. We, we, and it's kind of fun to be back. We're going to be doing this a couple times a month. Actually, it's it's your show. I just wanted to welcome you back. And I'm glad you did. Thank you. It's nice to be back. I've, it, it, I've missed you guys. Something terrible. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you shooed me away when I visited you the other day? Yeah. Pretty okay. much, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was, I, you came by, I was wondering what you were selling. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody does. Oh, Klaus. Um, a lot of things have happened. Uh, oh, yeah. We did a show a year ago, even still during COVID and so and the lockdown and so forth. And we out at your place where yeah. we were apart in different cars and all of that. But we haven't done a show since. Yeah. A lot has happened since then. And the car market's changed since then. It's yes. A lot of things have gone really strange. My wife and I were having a conversation the other day about, I don't know why it came up, about getting a, a used car. Not for us, but for somebody was asking and you know where to go and all of that, and that wasn't the point really of the conversation because I turned around and said, only if you are desperate at this point yeah. because of what's happening. So yeah. let, let, let's talk about and the reason for that is well the the new cars yeah. there aren't very many so people are going to the used cars because they in some cases absolutely have to have transportation. Sure. I get that. Sure. But what's the market out there? Bring us up to date. What's going oh, on? Oh, it's tough, Kent. It's tough. Um, the, the, the big, I think there's a number of challenges. Um, number one, obviously, is the lack of new car inventory. Okay. Which makes the larger dealers, you know, if you're a, a, a large dealer, whether you be a Ford dealer, a Chevrolet dealer, or right. an Audi dealer, or a Porsche dealer, or whatever, and you can't get new product, then you you're really going to run out. Yeah, you've got very little to sell, which right. means you need to go out and, and rely on used car or pre-owned business in order to keep your doors open. Right. And you know, even though I buy and sell cars for a living, um, right now I'm telling my customers, wait. Why is that? Because the cars are overpriced. They're, they're simply overpriced. I, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. This morning, I, I was online and I was trying to a bid on on a bmw that was actually being sold at auction down in california wholesale value on the car was about five thousand dollars okay so as a dealer i would expect that i could normally buy this car for about five thousand dollars right your, your book wholesale value right the car sold uh, about two hours later for ten thousand six okay and that, that means sounds that more it, like the retail yeah and actually it's over retail yes. and actually a dealer bought this at a wholesale auction and paid well over retail for the car just to have inventory to sell. Wow. And unfortunately, that now trickles down to the consumer. Yes. And they're being asked to pay over retail value for cars that simply aren't worth that kind of money. Yeah. So the $5,000 wholesale cost he paid ten thousand something. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to ship it and all the other things that go. Oh, not only it. that. I mean, he had he paid for he paid for the auction price. He okay. paid for the auction fee, probably another four or five hundred dollars. Okay. He paid to have it shipped to wherever it was going. Okay. The car is going to have to go through their shop to make sure it's safe. They're right. going to recondition the automobile and clean it up for sale. And now they're in this thing, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars, and right. they got to make a profit on it. Right. 
So are they going to are they going to make a profit on it though? My opinion is no. Okay. Uh, my opinion is no. They will probably lose money on the car, but to keep they'll try to make money on the back end of the deal. Okay. And, and, and in other words, they're going to try to get the consumer, you, yes, to pay for an extended warranty, a tire warranty, some kind of paint preparation where I promise you'll never have to wax your car again. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and all this wonderful stuff that will hopefully make up for the loss that they may take on the auto. Or at least part of it. Or at least part yeah. of it. And I understand the dealers have to have something to sell. I yeah. get that. I'm not in that boat. I don't have 50, 60 cars on my, or in inventory. I right. keep, you know, maybe a, a dozen cars in inventory at any one time. Um, and I understand they got mouths to feed and I understand they got bills to pay. Yes. I, I just don't know that they're doing their clients a real justice when it comes to the pricing on these cars. The, okay. So, 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 so I'm going to buy a car at maybe fourteen thousand dollars in the for that okay. example okay? okay but i've got a car that's really worth retail probably maybe six thousand seven seven eight, okay. right around in there somewhere in there okay so i'm going to hold it for a year or two because i had to have transportation but basically all that value goes away well again it's not the the cars the value is, hasn't gone up the price of the car has gone up, yeah, but it's not necessarily any more valuable. Because if you go to your lender, let's say for as an example, we'll use this car as an example. Okay, okay. Let's let's say the car has a blue book, Kelly blue book, or Nada book value of let's say eight thousand dollars. Okay, on a high end. Okay, okay? but the dealer's going to ask you to pay fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars for this car. Right. Your credit is good, but not great. So your lender, as an example, may may finance 110% of the book Ooh. value. Okay. And again, let's say that's $7,000. Your credit's good, so they'll finance 7700 Yeah. In order for you to get financed on this, you're going to have to come up with that balance. Yes. Between the 7700 and the 14-odd thousand for plus tax and license. For a car that's worth less than 8000 For a car that's worth less than 8000 and the challenge being there is if you do buy it, you're going to be stuck in this thing forever. Yeah. There's yeah. really no way you're ever going to Because you're never going to catch up. I mean, that gap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. And again, I understand that they need to have cars for sale. I get that. Right. They have employees they need to feed. I get that as well. They have to have something in inventory for their customers to how buy. Frust how frustrating for everybody. Oh. It's not just one set of people, right? Yeah. It's difficult. It's really, really difficult out so there. So what do we... what? You're the expert. You're the car guy. What do you advise someone to do? Right now, unless you have to buy something for transportation, I mean, have to, have to, have to. Yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. And again, I do this for a living. Yeah. You know, so for tell, for, to tell people, yeah, don't yeah. spend money with me right now. Yeah. You know, I'm cutting my own throat, so yeah. to speak. Um, but I wouldn't be doing my clients uh, uh, any favors trying to put them in one of these cars. Yeah, I really because wouldn't. they're going to come back to you and talk to you in three or four years when? No, they're not going to come back to me. <laughs> well, they're, they're going to yell at you. Yeah, well, okay, possibly, possibly. Yeah. But I, or again, I haven't done them any favor. No. I really haven't done them any favor at all. I've kept the doors open. I've maybe put a couple of bu bucks in my in my salesman's pocket, but I haven't done my clients any favors. I no. really, truly haven't. No. Okay, we know there are people out there who can't get to work via public transportation or other. They've got a good job opportunity now. Um, they've taken advantage of, of some of the openings that are yes. there. And, and, okay. and, and good for them, yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely good for them. More power to them. 
But they really need the, the vehicle. They've got kids yeah. or whatever to take around to the doctor's office, school, and all the other things that life brings at you. Yeah. But they got to have a car. And right now, because of the market and because of the prices being unrealistically high, I would suggest if you have to have transportation, buy the least expensive thing you can that's reliable. Okay. Until this cycle yeah. hopefully ends and you know we start building cars again new cars the dealers will have new cars in inventory to, from which to sell which means their used car inventory lessens a little bit and prices come back down to where they're supposed to be yeah, yeah. so so you really had a lower loss yes eventually yes. Yeah. but you know hopefully tell the kids you're not gonna you know you might have to we might have to drop you off a half a block from school yeah. or whatever but. we may have to take you in a minivan yeah um you know <laughs> <laughs> oh gee do they still sell those yeah. oh okay yeah. i don't know i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> it, but it's tough it's tough it's, and, and it as a consumer um i would be leery of the pricing out there you really need to do you do your homework as a right. consumer to make sure you're not overpaying for these cars. but let's be honest the dealers are not liking this at all no no i mean it really you know it puts them in an awful spot number one they lose some profitability um irritate a lot of potential customers when they yeah. go in why do we not have a lot of new cars available well, you know, this thing started obviously with this. I'm not going to, it started with COVID. Yes. Um, there are reasons that cars are not being produced, whether it be people not going to work, whether it be circuit boards that aren't being produced for the cars, whether there's not enough tires being produced for automobiles. We can't, we can't put the blame just on the manufacturer. Okay. There's all those wonderful vendors that supply parts and, and, and supplies right. for the automotive industry. Um, and all those supplies are difficult to obtain right we know now. the supply line is tough for lots of products these right. days right right yeah and then then again i look at it this and going you know if i were ford or general motors yeah and are relying on a vendor to provide circuit boards for me i'd probably figure out a way to how how to build those circuit boards myself yeah. Um, and not have to wait or rely on somebody else. And even sell to the competition because Maybe there's profit so. av av available there Maybe too, so. Right? There's another outlook or outlet for them to make money. Right, yeah, right. yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. You know, let's let's hope that when this everybody when everybody gets back to work and things yes. start being produced again, and there's new cars on the lots, and there's incentive money for new cars all of a sudden again because there's yes. not now. Obviously, the dealers are not going to give away what they cannot get. Yes. Right. Right. So, Excuse me. So there's no incentive money right now. There's no, gee whiz golly, what, you know, $3,500 rebate on this yes, and $4,000 yes. back on that. You're not seeing those commercials, are we? Right. No, you're <laughs> right? not. No. And, and it's simple economics, you know, Econ 101. The new, the new car dealers can't give away what they cannot get enough of. Right, right. And the reality of it is, is that these larger dealers, these larger dealer groups like AutoNation and Power and Penske, you know, I, I, I buy a lot of cars for clients at auctions. Yes. And what ends up happening is I'm getting outbid, and not by a little, but by thousands and thousands of dollars. By like 5000 to 10000 By these big groups that are yeah. buying up these cars, truckloads of them, in order to keep inventory. Yeah. And, and again, I get it. But there's but nobody's winning. Nobody's winning. Nobody's winning. No, and and unfortunately, the the worst loser is the consumer. Yeah, yeah. you, the consumer, is the worst loser. You're being asked to pay way, way, way too much right. for an automobile. Um, 
simply because there's a lack of, of inventory. Well, let's close on the fact that you're welcome back to well, the car guy. Well, good to be here. Yes. And what are some of the things coming up that you can think of that you want to talk about? Well, there's, 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 there was an interesting situation a few months ago where a client of mine um, found himself in a position whereby he thought he had done all his due diligence. Yeah. He, he thought he had done all his homework and was sold an automobile that he was promised had never been damaged. And uh, we find out some couple of weeks later that that's not the case. So, uh, you know, one, one of the things we should might want to focus on in a later show is, right. is the Carfax auto check. Um, who are you going to believe? What, can, what information can you rely on? And what else can you do to protect yourself um, even if a car comes back with a clean, clean Carfax or an auto check? That's, that's something else we but can discuss. But the key word, I think, was or. Yes. Because there are ways to do both that really help protect your rear end. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and dealers should do the same thing. You know, if they're offering an automobile. Show me both. Show me both. Don't okay. show me one. Yeah. Um, it's been my experience that, boy, how can I do this without being in trouble, get myself in trouble? Oh, that um, would be a first. I know. I know. Um <laughs> It's been my experience that one of the reporting agencies isn't always as accurate as another. Okay. Okay. That's about, I'll, I'll leave it at that for our next show. Okay. All right. So cool. tune in, right? <laughs> Good to be back. Okay. Thanks for having me back. It's been neat. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun doing this yeah. and hopefully we'll be uh, not only entertaining, but informative for our clients. Well, and I think too, there are a lot of opportunities coming if we can get things rolling again in the industry. Yeah. That will be good for yes. everybody, including perhaps most importantly, the consumer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and right now, like I said, you know, the consumer is being asked to pay an awful lot yeah. for an awful little. And uh, I, feel, I, 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 I feel sorry for the guy, the guy or the gal who waited a year or two thinking they now would be the time, you know, but who, who could predict two years ago or three years ago yeah. what we've gone through and the, what the effect on industry. I have, I have four clients right now looking for a particular car. Yeah. Right? That a year ago, this would have been a non-issue. Yeah. And right now I'm telling these people, and it means an awful lot of money to me. I'm telling them, let's wait. Okay. And fortunately, they're bright enough to understand why I'm telling you yes. that. Right? It's, it's, you know, a car that I could have bought as an example eight months ago for $60,000 is now $85,000. Oh, okay. But when production starts back up on these new cars, okay. this $85,000 car is against, again, one time going to become a $60,000 yeah. car. Yeah. So I can't ask my, comers, my, my, my customers yeah. to pay that additional $25,000. Yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. And, and even though you warn them and everything else, all they'll know in two years or three years is that I bought that car from you for $85,000. It's barely worth it. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you can lead a horse, right? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Well, we'll be talking about horses, but I think more of the horses in an engine. Horsepower. Right? Horsepower. Lots of it. Next time on The Car Guy. Thanks, Kent. Thanks.